Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Laura Simon, so good to be with you this morning. We want to get right to meteorologist John Fuller, who's in for meteorologist Jamie Travers with a first look at our forecast. John, kind of windy and gloomy outside at this hour. Yeah, and that's more of the same, really. A whole week's worth of clouds and threat of rain. And fortunately, temperatures aren't drastically cold like last weekend when we had readings in the single digits. This morning, 37 degrees, winds northwest at 15, so it is breezy out there and you'll need the winter coat. And we still have some patchy mist and even some patchy fog, even though it isn't that thick. We have visibilities running 6 to 10 miles, so a little bit uh, lower at uh, Washington, Missouri, down to 6-mile visibility. So our forecast for today shows the back edge of the clouds over St. Louis and out to the west in Kansas City. The rain is swirling away, still some patchy mist in the area. 37 here, it's only 30 in Kansas City, 37 in Chicago. So it's going to be a cold Sunday with wind chills right now in the mid to upper 20s across the region. So your timeline for today will creep into the upper 30s with lots of clouds around early this morning. A patch of mist or drizzle not out of the question. Coming up in a little bit, we'll let you know when we'll see warmer temperatures as well as some sunshine. Laura? Looking forward to that. John, thank you so much. New this morning, St. Louis Metropolitan Police are investigating a 20-year-old man's death. They were called out to Jefferson in Chippewa around 1230 this morning. EMS took him to a hospital where he ended up passing away. Right now, the details are vague, but dispatchers tell me detectives and the accident reconstruction team are working to figure out how that man died. In a Fox 2 follow-up this morning, we are finding out more about a man who was found dead inside a car in the LaSalle Park neighborhood. Police were initially called out to an SUV that had crashed into a pole on South 7th and Shoto just after 1.30 yesterday morning. When officers got there, they found a man shot in the head. He was taken to a hospital where he died. Anyone with information is urged to call the Homicide Division directly at 314-444-5371. If you'd like to remain anonymous, you can call Crime Stoppers there at the bottom of your screen. It's 866-371-TIPS. A four-year-old girl and seven-year-old boy are found safe after someone stole a car they were inside. This all happened Saturday afternoon in Jennings on Idlewild just off of College Avenue. Police are still looking for the suspect and that stolen car, which is described as a dark-colored Mitsubishi Outlander with Iowa license plates NVH839. A close call for a Creek Corps police officer. One of their vehicles was totaled in a crash involving not one, but two drunk drivers. Take a look at this harrowing video. It happened just after midnight on Saturday. Police were responding to a drunk driving crash on I-270 near Ledoux Road. While officers were busy working that initial wreck, one of their patrol cars parked on the shoulder was struck by another vehicle, and police say the driver of that second car was drunk. You can see some of the impacts made as a result of that scary crash. The officer's car was totaled, but thankfully nobody was hurt. The second driver, like the first, was arrested for DWI. 
The Missouri State Highway Patrol dive team finds the body of a 60-year-old man. Timothy Bryant from Ellsbury, Missouri, was reported missing on Friday, and video footage reveals he fell through a patch of ice on the Mississippi River in Lincoln County. The report classifies Bryant's death as a drowning. A man faces a federal judge over his alleged role in operating an international dark net marketplace. Fox Files investigator Chris Hayes was the only reporter in the courtroom for the man's unusual attempt to get the judge to release him while he fights the charges. The feds say a dark net website called Kingdom was recently selling just about anything illegal a criminal could ask for. FBI agents allege they found 25,000 illegal listings this past November. Everything from heroin and cocaine to stolen driver's licenses and passports and even computer malware for hackers. Court records say investigators narrowed in on a suspect who used the name Vendor with a zero. Federal prosecutors say that man is Alan Bill of Slovakia, who we learned in court just now was arrested in Newark, New Jersey on his honeymoon. He was brought here to St. Louis because federal investigators said they bought online fake IDs and illegal drugs that were shipped here. The 30-year-old faces 10 felony counts, including drug distribution, aggravated identity theft, and money laundering. Bill spoke through a translator when he and his attorney made the case that he's got no criminal record in Slovakia and that 24 hours earlier in jail, he applied for what's called a U-Visa, which we learned is specifically set aside for crime victims. The federal prosecutor seemed bewildered, telling the judge he's not eligible for that visa. A judge will rule next week whether he stays in custody for his court fight. The FBI was instrumental in this takedown. Here's FBI St. Louis Special Agent in Charge Jay Greenberg. This case highlights the need for international partnerships to overcome how technology has brought these criminals into contact with our kids. He says this one alleged illegal website is just the beginning of what's out there. They'll sell Missouri driver's licenses on the web, U.S. passports on the web. That's where we start to worry about the nexus of terrorists who can get legitimate identities from real Americans, appear to be them, change a photo, travel into our country, and then carry out some plot that we're not tracking because of the technical obfuscation. Greenberg adds that some popular cyber platforms make it easy for criminals to hide and that investigators need laws to give them access to suspects. We believe there is a great opportunity here for the public to get the laws that they want, and we believe there is plenty of room for privacy to be upheld to the American standard and to still allow law enforcement access to the data we need to hold criminals accountable. For the Fox Files, I'm Chris Hayes. The St. Louis Public School District makes a major push to increase literacy. Reading proficiency among children in the district is alarmingly low. Elliot Davis takes us to the library downtown where thousands of people showed up excited about reading. The Literacy for the Loo attracted some 4,000 people. Parents and their kids came to the downtown library as they heeded the call for greater literacy while having fun at the same time. There were offerings of all kind, including food, prizes, reading workshops, author visits, book giveaways, and book readings for the kids. It's called Literacy for the Lou, and this is going to be the largest reading movement in the history of the city of St. Louis. We are starting here today. This is the big launch, the big kickoff, but this is going to go on for some time. The whole thing is focusing on getting books in the, in the hands of kids. 
St. Louis City School District students have low reading scores. Officials hope this effort can raise that reading proficiency. It's a far-reaching plan to enhance libraries in the schools and classrooms and make books available at various places out in the community and provide more help to parents to aid their children in reading. That is a big part of why we're here, because what we're trying to do is something different here. We're trying to not just mobilize the schools. We've been doing that and we're doing lots and lots of really innovative things within St. Louis Public Schools to address these issues, but we want to mobilize all of St. Louis. Judging by the response I got, the event was a hit with parents and their kids. So what do you think about the event? It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of people here. We're finding some good books and we're going to go try and find the face painting. What do you like most? Uh, seeing all the, get the kids getting to pick out some free books and just seeing all the support for literacy in the loop. What do you like most? I like um, all the activities that you could do here and stuff. Now, as Elliot Davis reporting for us, school officials say the reading literacy effort is designed to help all kids in the city, not just those in the public school district. District leaders are saying this is just the beginning and they're planning other events like this as well. It looked like a good time. It's amazing here on this last weekend of January. We've seen a lot of a lot of events going on, most of them indoors and rightfully so. But this weekend, not near as bad as what we had last weekend, John. Yeah, and it makes the winter go faster when you're active, you're out doing stuff. Stuff. Last weekend, you could be skiing if you could tolerate the cold. This weekend, lots of indoor events because of all the rain. And the weather's going to get better. Just one more kind of gloomy gray day and cold, too, with temperatures right now in the upper 30s. So you can see today we have included the chance for some mist and drizzle this morning and then low chances for any precipitation the rest of the week. We do have a backdoor cool front on Tuesday and you'll see that in a little dip in the temperatures on Tuesday with a high of 44, but a lot of 50s and a little hint of spring during portions of the week. And the nearest one is on Monday when we climb to 51 degrees as the sunshine returns. But it's another gray cloudy day across the area, the back edge of the clouds all the way out to Kansas City where there's a dense fog advisory in effect. And as we go in tight, the mist, the patchy mist or drizzle we have in places so light, the radar having a difficult time uh, picking up but many of the roadways are wet this morning. Across the area, temperatures will start off in the low to mid 30s and only climb to a high near 40 degrees. So not much of a variance in those temperatures. And it's good afternoon to watch the football playoff games and hunker down for another day and just relax. It's your weekend. Low pressure streaming away. So the bulk of the Steady to moderate rain moving into the Ohio Valley, into the Adirondacks and the Appalachians, changing over to snow once you get uh, in the Boston area. So that's a consideration if you have a flight out later today. And that cold front stretches all the way into the Gulf Coast states. But good news, high pressure filling into the plains. And that will dry our air on Monday, but just as quickly on Tuesday, there'll be a backdoor cold front that'll bring us a push from cold air. Here's Forest Park Boathouse Restaurant uh, looking gray this morning. The dock is kind of wet, and you can see, though, the ice is melted away out that way. Officially at Lambert Field, temperatures are in the mid-30s, and the cloud deck and patchy fog 
is high enough that you can see the top of the arch. Right now it's 37 here, 37 in Chicago, a little bit colder out in Kansas City, and that's why it's going to be quite cold today. It's three degrees colder this morning at the top of the six o'clock hour than it was yesterday morning. 37 degrees right now, wind chill is 28. You'll need the winter jacket. Those winds are brisk out of the northwest. Our high temperature uh, well, yesterday was in the upper 30s and the morning low so far has been 37 degrees. So as we head through the day, lots of clouds around. The mist moves away. A hint of some breaks in the overcast during the afternoon, but I think the clouds will win out. But look at this. Monday is going to be the pick day of the work week with highs near 50 degrees. Backdoor cool frontal system slices into the area on Tuesday, keeping temperatures in check and in fact backing them down a little bit. Any more rainfall today? Could see a hundredth of an inch, but that's barely enough to coat the surface. Well, the uh, weather conditions improve on Monday, but then on Tuesday, here's that backdoor cold frontal system. The jet stream bubbles back to uh, the north as we head into uh, Thursday and Friday, so 50s will return. But somewhat of a fast pattern on our weather map for the next few days. Timeline for this morning, lots of clouds, a patch of drizzle, temperatures climbing from the mid-30s to near 40 degrees for the high. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low of 30 degrees, some of the outlying areas in the 20s. And here comes tomorrow, the nicer weather. Skies becoming partly cloudy, a high of 51 degrees. It doesn't last very long. Tuesday, it cools back down, and then we struggle to get back into the 50s for Thursday and Friday. And Groundhog's Day is Friday. We'll let's see what the Groundhog says about the uh, early spring or late spring coming up. Mm. Laura? Looking forward to both Monday and Friday.